0: If you want to grow, forget your dreams. In the West, there is a fairy tale. Follow your dreams, do what you want. If you really believe in yourself, it will happen to you. Forget that shit. It is a scam designed to keep you powerless. Why? If you mostly follow your own dreams and desires, you will mostly stay alone. It is good for the system. Because people who are alone can be governed better than people in loyal groups. Forget your dreams, forget yourself for one second and imagine yourself not being one person, but one family, one clan, one powerful group. You are not your ego, you are your people. Follow dreams that empower many, not one. Then you will grow rich. And powerful.
1: Alrighty, so before we get into a rather intense podcast, this is Hyperborean Radio, just in case you missed that bit. Uh, I'm Ike, with me as always is Jeff. Hello everyone. And we'd like to thank our patrons, especially the one we're going to single out this week is Dennis Roth, who has agreed to translate some stuff for us. I don't quite think he understands all what he got himself into,
2: Uh (laughs) but... I've already had to uh restrain myself and start kind of sorting through stuff rather than just prioritize. Yes, prioritize, prioritize. rather than be like answer all of these riddles for me because I don't read German. Yeah, once we And the thing is, is some of it is actually that I'm looking at actually is just stuff I've already seen translations of, but I don't really trust translations. Oh yeah. And the reason why I don't is because of a guy that did translations. I talked to him when I was young. He was he was very forthcoming. He was a professional he's like, never take just one translation. If you can't translate yourself and put yourself in that time period, in that mind frame, you're not going to get a good solid translation. You can't even do it from English to English. Like I write something down. If you have something else in your mind, well,
1: this is part of why you have to have a good bullshit
2: filter. Yeah. So, uh, we appreciate, uh, Dennis. Yes. And, uh, and his offer, and I'll try to restrain myself. Yes, yeah, so we, um, we
1: won't give you enough that it becomes a full-time
2: right. job. Uh, we also want to remind everybody you can follow us oh. everywhere where we are on, on...
1: X, Instagram, Facebook, Telegram. I think those are the big ones. You those can also back ones. us on Buy Me A Coffee and Buy Us A Book. And, of course, our lovely right. patrons, The Attendant Company.
2: And every dollar actually helps, and we use it to... We just turn it around and dump it back into what it is that we're doing. Our website, for instance. Um, our translations, helps, audios. Yeah, our our website our our the the people the money that monies that's donated to us um, goes to pay for the website for the audio programming and so on and so forth. We really appreciate it. We couldn't do it without you guys. And we're growing, so I wanna thank the listeners too, because um, we're actually growing rather quickly, so I think that we're being shared around. We do it, appreciate it. It's hard it. to tell from the from the analytics, but it looks like we're being shared around. And I want to thank everybody. It I understand. We are not an acquired the norm. taste. Yes, we are an acquired taste. And people have to be ready to listen to us. Yes. Which it seems fortunately people are starting to be ready to listen to us probably because of what's going on around the world. Which leads us to this topic of ungovernable.
1: Yes. And here's the thing is I'm actually beyond passionate about what we're about to talk about. I'm actually a little bit angry. And here's the reason why is because a lot of what we're going to talk about is trying to. I don't want to say correct because that's a bit egotistical, but there's a lot of things being said by our own people in many cases Mm -hmm. that are going to get us killed. Yeah, ultimately they are. Coming, I think, in many cases, not all some of them are. I guess you could say nefarious
2: or malicious. Some of them are are traitors. Let's call them what they are. Yeah, some of them are traitors. But not all of them.
1: No. I think most people are coming at it as best they can and trying to legitimately help people.
2: While, While also still trying to not change their own lives as much as possible. Yes,
1: and a lot of our people, this advice is going to get us killed. Yeah. So let's start with one of the most basic things, which is actually one of the main things we actually try to do on here which is to talk about the old ways, right? Paganism. Well, the, the things whatever. that
2: are actually going to make things better. Yes. Not just the, the mental gymnastics that can be done. Yes. Or the, this odd spiritual thing. And
1: well, I, let, let's just call it what it is. This nonsense that's not even backed yeah. by actual history. Like, do you really think that anybody is really helped if you sacrifice a goat on a flag of Thor? Like, like, just, just imagine, because the gods, by our own lore, are members of our extended family. They're part of our divine clan, our divine They're house. They're literally our ancestors. Yes, both they incarnated as humans or humans that ascended to godhood. Both of these things happen. Or, the, or the grim, them
2: born even from our consciousness, like the Grim Reaper.
1: Yeah, the Grim Reaper, Columbia. God. But why? why? Why would Thor want that? What's the freaking point? Yeah. Are you about to barbecue? Did you raise the goat? What was the sacrifice here other than monetary? And cruelty. What was the point? That nothing was the point. It's like people buying an endless array of baubles. We did a whole podcast on how that's pointless.
2: Well, and I got to back up there. Putting, uh, removing the animal's head is not necessarily an act of cruelty unless you're you're Jewish Bad or Muslim, um, which is halal and kosher. Yes. Yeah. Those are monstrous ways to slaughter animals. But removing the animal's head is not necessarily animal cruelty. But why are you doing? Yeah, it doesn't make like, well, any I'm, difference in anything.
1: Or the hammer sign, or just pick it. There's so much stuff out there that's pointless. It, they're distractions. Well, they're distractions, and they're not r- real. Right. Because here's the thing, is like what a lot of people think of when they hear Dionysus. I'm going to go to him because he's one of the most corrupted oh. deities in all of paganism. Well,
2: and this comes down to, before you actually um, give your example, I'll explain what it is. It's a difference between what's allowed to be said and what's pushed forward versus what is not allowed to be said and withheld the the common way, which is, I think, is what you're going to start with. Right. Yes. That is the part that's pushed forward. It's perfectly good by by the, the the powers that be by the status quo.
1: Go ahead. Well, it's because Dionysus, how they present him, fat, overweight, lecherous, hedonistic. That's not Dionysus. He is not the people that decide they want to venerate Dionysus by like becoming a chronic masturbator or having orgies and getting
2: just drugged Sodomy, out of alcoholism. The status quo is actually good with this. In
1: fact, they almost encourage it. In yeah. fact, they do encourage it. However, actual Dionysus connecting with the the primal, the wild the primal self,
2: nature, the instinctive response,
1: the uh, sometimes allowing the madness to flow through, you. right?
2: Oh, well, and just living, actually living, they don't want that. That's scary to them. That becomes ungovernable. How do you un- How do you force somebody that doesn't give a fuck what you have to say to do something?
1: Well, and especially, let's, let's do another example before we move on to Mavar. Another example that's really often really poorly represented is Othan. Mm. Because Othan, how people tend to venerate him, oh, great, it, it's Jesus.
2: Yeah. It's just Viking Jesus. Jesus and Yahweh or Elohim, whatever it is that wanna call them.
1: Yes. And then on top of that, what they'll do, oh, I meditate to Odin. I pray to Odin by drinking or dumping out mead. I read the runes. Right.
2: And the, uh the very the very honorable and noble and the battle and the, the Valhalla. This is perfectly fine by a status quo. Why is this stuff not shadow banned? Let's ask ourselves that. Why is this stuff actually pushed forward? Like, just Google it up and you'll get just shit tons of that stuff.
1: Well, and it's not that nobility or strength or bravery are bad, but Oathen's not a good example of that. No. What Oathen actually is, honor among thieves.
2: Right. That's the thing they've spent decades convincing people. Does not, cannot, and never has existed. The honor among thieves. That's the part that's dangerous to them. Where the, the beggar and the thief and the cut purse work together, where the the uh the cutthroat he doesn't rob from the people that he lives around. He robs from the rich. He's the highwayman or the highwayman. Uh he is the the al, al Capone robbing robbing the banks, and yeah, he kept his share, but he also spread it around. That's dangerous to the status quo. That's Othan. The, get, the honor amongst thieves. They cannot have the people actually honoring the real oath the the god of the men that get hanged.
1: Or let's go to the girl, the women, because the women's haven't been involved mm-hmm. here. The Morgan, she's not a a Yas Queen Goth girl. She is. Dangerous, and she actually had mostly male venerators. The male venerators that were considered her children, the marauders, were so feared that if an army saw just a handful of them, they would turn the other way. Mm -hmm. Because if there's just a handful of them, they're still not worth fighting because you'll probably lose men that you probably could have kept if you'd just gone around them. Yeah. And then there's probably, maybe, just maybe, 10,000 over the hill behind the five you saw.
2: Yeah. Or in the field behind you. Yeah waiting for you to cross the field so that they can come up behind you yes. as you go march your army up a hill after a handful of guys.
1: The wolf pack hunting method.
2: Yeah. Oh, look at me. Look at me. Here I am. Er, I'm scary, ain't I? Come get me. Come get me because all my friends are circling in around behind you. That's the morrigan. That's dangerous. That, that cunning, that br- brutal, that brutality of nature, ruthlessness and sticking together the sacrifice for each other the status quo can't have that but what they can allow is well you see the morgan is the mother goddess and she's one of, she's one aspect of thousands of goddesses and she is all this wonderful feminist stuff that they can allow that plays into their hand or- but the real morgan not at all not even bridget bridget they can't allow the real bridget
1: no, they'll let you keep your little candles and like pray to dumb shit, but l-
2: let's be honest. Well, because Bridget, the the fiery heart of the people to use the um the fiery Bridget or the healer, it's about the people. It is she is all about the people.
1: Well, the hundreds of Bridgets are the hundreds of Bridgets for the mother, the wife, the people that tend to the fire but inside. They're not the all
2: one Bridget. It's Hundreds of them. Well and L- it's like the hundred Bridget, it's just a nickname. It's innumerable female gods, all named Bridget.
1: Yes, and the physician, the woman who is a healer. The, one
2: falls one falls. The physician. The physician gets torn down. She gets utterly destroyed. Another steps up to take her place. This is Bridget.
1: Or let's go to the Germans for a bit. Frau Holda. Frau Holda will raise the men to be strong and encourage the women especially to raise the men to be strong, to nurture their husbands, their sons, their grandsons, their fathers, their brothers, to be the best version of themselves they can possibly be. I'm sure everybody
2: listening, you can see how these attitudes, these, these mentalities, this way of existing is dangerous to the status quo. They cannot govern that.
1: No. Imagine dozens, hundreds of people, thousands, thousands, devoted to the Morrigan, devoted to the Bridges, devoted to Othin, the if real Othin, all of
2: our thieves. If all the Hyper Hyperborean thieves, drug drug addicts, pickpockets, all of our bad guys, actually venerated real Othin, could you imagine the disruption that would happen if they venerated the real Othin? Where they only went after the enemies of our people, could you imagine that? The people that that put down upon the Hyperboreans, they would they would go against the cops because the cops aren't on our side. Not in general. There might be one, but he doesn't count because he's outnumbered by so many. Look at what's happening to all the protests. Right. right. The the yeah the protests going on right now. Germany, uh, in Ireland, uh, uh, France all of the places the the police are attacking the people they do it here in america but there's no coverage on the mainstream so all these real followers of bothen all these naughty boys they would not they might not be helping us but they wouldn't be taking from us they wouldn't be putting upon us They'd be putting upon the police. They'd be putting upon the government officials. They'd be putting upon the invaders. They might not be robbing the rich and giving to the poor, but they'd at least be robbing the rich. Yeah. And specifically the corrupt rich. And the traitors. And it's actually targeted. They target it because there is honor amongst thieves when you follow our actual gods. What? And the, the powers that be have spent decades convincing our people that that doesn't exist. And that... Oh, all of the peoples are the same. The Hispanics and the um, well, um, the Hyperboreans, well, they're the same people. And there's no, there's no honor between those two.
1: Well, and specifically, we're not talking about the Spanish. We're talking about the Latinos, the chimeras, yes. the, the not us. And here's the thing is people have forgotten what these gangs and mobs and yes, they're not what they used to be, mm-hmm. but what they were started for in America. They weren't started to be drug dealers. They weren't started to be murder gangs. They were started because these groups didn't have a recourse against the government
2: that they were involved in. Yeah, because so the, the government itself was coming down on the people. So, so that's why the Irish and Italians. Well, the government itself was either coming down on the people or leaving them to die. and Like, how, like literally starting trouble in their areas and then no, no police protection. So that's why these organizations popped up in America. And this is why true paganism, true heathenry is
1: dangerous because it's not just the veneration of gods. That's one element of it. And there are many, many gods. They want you to view them all as just aspects of one because then you just end up venerating the one amorphous God. Which that then d-
2: inevitably leads to all people on the planet are the same people. It's just melancholy. And
1: nothing. If you have a god of hot and a god of cold, well, you have a god of nothing. Yeah. If they're the same one, you have a God of what lukewarm temperatures. Yeah.
2: And they they don't want us to remember who we are. They don't want us to remember who the gods are, who our heroes actually are. Robin Hood didn't Robin Hood on his own. It wasn't even just him and the merry men. It was Robin Hood, his merry men and the peasantry in the area. They was all working together. The peasantry defended Robin Hood, send the sheriffs off in the wrong direction, smuggle him in a a wagon full of hay.
1: Much like Al Capone, except
2: I don't know if there was
1: a wagon full of hay with him. Yeah, probably not
2: a wagon full of hay, but maybe.
1: But this is why. And then there's also simple elements, like we've brought it up multiple times. Hibernation. Naturally, our people throughout the winter semi-hibernate. We work a lot less and we sleep a lot more. Imagine what would happen to the world economy as it's currently set up. If our people just collectively said, you know what, I'm going to go hang with my family during the winter, as we did for thousands of years. You and your upholstery manufacturing can take a hot minute and I can be back or I can find another job. I don't care.
2: Well, something else uh, I want to kind of shotgun or uh, rifle shoot these out really quick, the ones that really stand out to me because this time we have a list, Uh, (laughs) is the idea of the nuclear family. This is something that's being pushed online. It's easy to find things on the nuclear family, and it looks like the powers that be are against the nuclear family. But are they? Are they? How easy is it to find things on the nuclear family? The man, the woman, the family, or the children. And this is part, it's good. I'm not saying that the nuclear family is bad. Because it is, it is good. But here's the thing. That's where they want it to stop. Because a nuclear family is effectively a single unit. That's easy to control. Well, You can pick it off. You can hold the children hostage. Because who's going to help mom and dad when they're holding the children hostage at the school, at the hospital, when they say, we're going to take your kids away? Who's going to help? Who's there for support? Because it's just a single family unit.
1: Well, with both parents working and then the kids are basically all separated by grades or
2: screw it let, let let's go with the the traditional nuclear family just dad is working how does that make it any better when they try, when they start holding your children hostage but if you have a clan and a lot of people think a clan is just the extended family grandma grandpa mom dad the kids Maybe aunts and uncles and a few cousins. But the clan is more than that. It's bigger than that. A clan is actually several families. So yes, it is your family and your brother's family and your sister's family that is all a clan. But it is also your sister's husband's family, your brother's sister's family. It is also the guy Todd that just moved or that moved in down the road and he comes over every day. Well, or like, nearly every day. Well, he, he sees it. Uh, well, I'm just checking on you. I haven't heard from you in a couple of days. I just want to make sure that you're all right. You go out shooting with them. These are clans. Clans are extended. It's beyond actually just blood. Clans are big. It's a people. It's it's not just the the nuclear family. It's not just necessarily even the blood relation because people get adopted in. They get folded into families
1: they get married and they be they're raised as wards there's there's many elements to this the nuclear family is a psyop this Mm -hmm. is not normal this is what happens when you try to reconstruct a traditional family setting after the industrial revolution after a massive culture shattering war after they yanked clan after clan out of their hollers and their shires and their homes in the countryside, in the small towns, in the villages where the village blood ran through everyone mm-hmm. and shoved them into whatever frickin nonsense was in the Industrial Revolution. Well,
2: it's, it's part. I'm not against pri- the the notion of private property either, but that's why they've really pushed on this, the private property issue, because then who the hell are you to step on my property? Get off my property, you What's the odds of you ever getting to know that person once you do that or they do it to you? Well, and the way it it creates division, it sows division. It keeps the clan from happening.
1: It keeps people from getting together. It's actually been mentioned, and this is another really important bit of clan that a lot of people don't think about. Because they think about what mama does, they think about what papa does, and they think about what the kids might be able to do. Mm -hmm. Think bigger bigger imagine that's what you one could, of
2: the issues is everybody's thinking too, too small. small
1: well they've been constrained they've been chained down by chains that they mm-hmm. agreed to wear a long time ago but it's actually something that psychologists and sociologists have talked about which is the collective knowledge of the family mm-hmm. and it can be something as simple as this one knows how the tv works and it, it, that's not exactly the most useful thing but every family different members will end up It actually happens naturally, end up focusing on something they're good at, and then because that person's good at it, no one else has to invest that amount of time into it. And
2: we're not talking about hyper-specialization where the person only knows how to fix TVs or only knows about computers or only knows about car engines. The guy that knows car engines and can fix pretty much anything on wheels or tracks he should also be able to help build the house. He should be able to bake a loaf of bread if he needs to. It might be like a fucking brick, but he knows how to, how to bake a loaf of bread. He knows how to not starve.
1: Well, let's use someone that we actually know in real life. Well, he's one of our followers anyway, and what he does is he has a few different talents. He's a good photographer. Mm-hmm. He's fairly decent with nature. He's fairly decent with fitness. He also is very good with cars.
2: He's learning uh, other skills. He's focusing on automotive, but he's learning other skills as yes,
1: well. He's also someone that can take care of birds fairly well. So maybe he'd be very good if you're if he had a clan, he would might take care of the aviary, where you keep your pigeons and your hawks and your falcons and your ravens to deliver messages to
2: Winterfell. Right. And so, to get a little bit silly and a little bit more lighthearted about it, yeah, to Winterfell.
1: Yes, but. Each member of the family contains because this is the reality. Read five hundred books on permaculture versus have one family member that knows how it works. Mm-hmm. Top to bottom. What's more useful? The five hundred books or the one person that actually knows how to do it?
2: Right. It, it, it's not that hard of a decision. Well, and then there's there's other things with the clan. Well, how is the leader of the clan selected? Is it by voting? Democracy. I was taught democracy in school. Everything is democracy. Everything's about a vote. No, that's not actually how it and works.
1: And it's not necessarily hereditary either.
2: No, it, it won't be hereditary. Hereditary, not necessarily. It does. It can it, happen. It doesn't but it, uh, preclude it. But uh, there's the five dollar word for today. Um, but the way that works is every friend group. Th- think about when you was young. You had a friend group. Most of us did anyways, because we went to public school. So we had friends, whether we wanted them or not. There was that one leader. Did anybody vote for that person to be in charge of that friend group? No, just they were. That's yeah. how it happens. It's And you might end up with six different leaders. It just depends on what you're doing. Different groups are going to do it in different ways.
1: Yes. And actually, this is a good for a side tangent. One of the things I absolutely despise is the alpha male stuff. Yeah. And it's specifically because it misrepresents stuff. Do you know how many alphas there are in a group? One. Yeah. Most of the other people are betas. Except yeah. beta doesn't mean, you know, soy neck feminist.
2: Right. The social the social media, which was actually allowed if you think about it, polluted that word to the point where it's become an insult. It, it ruined that word, that very concept. So every individual has to be a leader. How does that work? Well, and that only works if everybody are individuals and not clans.
1: Well, and the thing is, if the alpha goes down, the strongest or the best possible of the betas becomes the new alpha.
2: Right. Everybody knows who it is.
1: Well, and this is the other thing. Did everyone forget that it's from the alphabet? There's a lot of letters in there, and it goes alpha, beta. That's where alphabet came from. Right. So... You're All saying, the way down to Z. So you're either an alpha or you're one of the other failed letters. Right. It, 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 instead of a natural meritocratic hierarchy, we're talking about well, an al- alpha win or lose.
2: Alpha leader, right? But what if the leader is an 85 year old man that's five foot tall? He's he's sick, but he's still just sharp as a fucking tack. Who it, it, does that mean that the six foot nine guy? that is the biggest, baddest motherfucker running around, does that mean that he's he's a beta? Well, actually it does. But it doesn't mean that... I, I hope I'm being clear. The biggest, strongest guy, the most alpha of the alphas, isn't necessarily in charge when it's physical. Uh, that, that dude isn't necessarily always in charge just because he is the most physically capable. Sometimes it's the guy that knows shit. It is not always the guy that knows shit either. Sometimes it's the guy that he's not the best at anything. He's the birch tree. He's second best at everything. Well,
1: like to use an example of a movie, uh, Braveheart. There was the Mel Gibson version of William Wallace. And then there was that one really big guy that was not necessarily a second in command, but one of his like, yeah, it yeah, yeah. Guy is way more physically powerful than Mel Gibson's character is, mm-hmm. but he's not in charge because he's not the man with the plan, right? He's not the one willing to necessarily make the sacrifice play,
2: right? And, and they've been warping our perception of the world, our perception of words for so long. Everybody thinks that they have to be in charge. Otherwise, I'm being put upon. He's a bully. You see that guy over there? He's telling me what to do. He's a bully. Well, well not necessarily.
1: Well, and this gets into war bands. Yeah. Because we actually covered this in war well, games.
2: Be, before we get into the war bands, I, I want to explain. Different groups are going to do it different ways. Sometimes you'll have one guy that's in charge. He's He might be the Birch guy. He's second best at everything. Another group, it, because everything's so physical, it is the, the smartest guy that is also the toughest. Other groups other villages, other clans, it might be six different people and it's very situational on what you're doing. So is there one guy in charge? No, no, there's not one guy in charge, but these six guys, they don't, they also don't sit together and have a, uh, a uh, council meeting. A, yeah. They don't have a council meeting to dictate what everybody's going to do because real leaders in a heathen environment don't have to do that well we did a we've done a post a while ago it was actually a scene from firefly the first episode Mm -hmm. where
1: the captain walks in there's a hostage situation doesn't even bother to ask what's going on just shoots the hostage taker in the head basically tells everyone what to do gets everything he
2: doesn't even really say what to do it just everybody starts doing it
1: yes because they know what needs done the leader has to be decisive but there's also circumstances like arthur and merlin who's actually in charge right arthur makes the final call but he values merlin's input enough that he's willing to listen to him
2: right and if you have a clan where because this situation can come up I, i've actually been involved in groups like this if you're building something this guy's in charge if you're planning something this other guy's in charge if you're uh, getting ready to put uh plants in the ground or to get them out of the ground this other guy's in charge if you're hunting this other guy's in charge and this, it, that's just the way it worked and if you said who's in charge everybody point at everybody else well the
1: the leader of a fishing village is not necessarily the same person who's the leader of a
2: farming village yeah and, and it's it can't even be run the same way well and it's not And, nec- and the, the leader of a fishing village might not actually be a fisherman he might be but he might just be you might be the the repair guy, the the guy that builds and repairs the boats, the dry dock guy. the The possibilities are endless, and the thing the the thing is is you don't force it. You just communicate with each other, and it reveals itself. Well, and this is because in the end, you are responsible
1: for your people, and to a certain extent, your people are responsible for you. Mm-hmm. It's why you don't get to just be, I don't know, Timothy. You're Timothy of this tribe of this family of this land Right, and
2: it doesn't mean that you're not an individual either but you are part of a larger whole
1: well every wolf is its own wolf but mm-hmm. there's also a pack yes and i'm not going to be get into the whole wolf pack speech but we went over this in races of man the way our people are set up is we are halfway between the bear and the wolf if you look at how our traditional mm-hmm. social structure is and it's something they can't allow because if you have enough people backing you up, do you need a maid? If sure. everybody actually picks up after themselves and a few people actually do a little bit more, do you really need to go to the grocery store every week, maybe multiple times a week in the right circumstances or the wrong circumstances, if you can grow most of your own food, mm-hmm. if you have your own pigs, your own
2: chickens, an area you can, you can hunt preserve in. your own food. Don't, forgo- don't forget the pr- preservation, well, th- very That's important. the
1: thing is, this is why his- historically... Women were unbelievably valuable. And this isn't going to get into Incapable. the whole. Yes. Well, because you couldn't even marry as a woman until you passed certain tests. Mm-hmm. And then traditionally, a lot of areas had the procession, which is walking from the woman's home to the man's home.
2: Mm-hmm. Walking. In, in as straight a line as possible. And that's just for the procession. But before even then, it was Christianity broke it down. Broke the woman down, and, and so did feminism. These two things are intrinsically linked. Don't believe me. Please look it up. Christianity and feminism have broken the woman down to nothing more than a biological function. She's a woman because she bleeds from her crotch. No, she, we, she's definitely a woman and a mother because she gave birth to a child, even if she has no skills. She, she couldn't keep the child alive. She can't even keep herself alive. Well,
1: it's an insult to women. It is. To think that women just age into being women, that they don't need mentors, that they don't need skills, that they don't have purpose and desires that they want to fulfill.
2: Or that they're only useful when they're young. Honestly, today, that is true of most. Not all, because there are some really talented females out there, but most they break they they have allowed themselves to be broken down to the component the sexual component and that's it well and they're not and, and that's and as and far a lot as of they're, the... they're going with it or well i've got a career and i got, i make six figures and look at all the stuff i got men don't care about that
1: no well and the thing is women have been taught to think only of themselves mm-hmm. and the thing is this is also a problem with the men but the solution is not to go around pointing fingers it's to finally say you know what enough
2: right well What I was going to work into is a woman with a skill, with an actual skill, skill set. So not singular, but a skill set. She actually becomes more valuable as she gets older because she gets better at it. And if she carries herself with nobility and grace, not all of us have seen them because they're kind of rare now. But they they take on a different kind of beauty. A woman doesn't have to lose value just because she gets older. Same as a man doesn't necessarily gain value just because he got older. It doesn't work that way. It has never worked that way.
1: No. And that's the thing is it is a very different society when women have skills, when men have skills, when you're expected to achieve certain criteria before you're considered a functional adult.
2: Right. And don't bite onto this Pavlovian response. Oh, they're talking about communism or socialism or no, we're not. We're not talking about that at all. We're Those talking... are false dichotomies. Those are false examples presented to us and drilled into our heads as youths.
1: Well, it's like family. I've actually used this example with women before and explained to them. Let's say that you have a brother. A lot of women have brothers. And your brother marries a woman and he thinks she's perfect. And then she's got all the... She's, she's everything he wanted in a woman. And then you find out that... While he's working and slaving away all day, she is cooking up frozen dinners to present as her real one and sleeping with the gardener, the ca- the butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker behind his back. What would you do? Almost every woman I've posed that to said she'd freaking kill her. Yes. This is the value of the women in the family. They'll see things the men don't because we're too innocent. We're too yeah. naive. We love our women And they will much.
2: protect our innocence. They will protect. There, there's stories if you go back. There's and. To the modern feminist woman, these are horror stories. But to the heathen, to the, the hyperborean ethnic way, these are actually quite lovely stories. The, the wife of the guy that desperately loves her, and he's a good man, he's an honorable man, he's a noble man. She's less than honorable. One day he comes home and she's just gone, and all the, fam- all the female family members are like, we don't know, she walked out into the woods, and we haven't seen her since. Maybe we should we, we should uh, get a search party together and go look for her. And they look and they search and they just can't find her. And the women are, are so upset. And then it turns out that the women killed her and buried her in completely the opposite direction of where, of, they, of where the they was looking. Because they was protecting the man. They not only punished the woman, they protected the man. And yes, his feelings are going to be hurt. He's going to be a, distraught. The children are going to be distraught, but it's better than the ultimate destruction that she would have uh, uh, incurred on that family. Yes, had and she been allowed to continue.
1: Well, and the same is true of the opposite. How many men, if you found out your 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 sister, your mother, your
2: daughter, was being mistreated by her spouse? Right, he might have a fishing accident. I don't know this. He went overboard. We tried dragging him up out of the out you of the lake, and he. he Look at this. He gave me a black eye. He was swinging so hard. I don't know. He must have been drunk or something.
1: There was a catfish. It just dragged him down. We couldn't stop it. it. It's because the family comes first. And when you accept someone into your family, there's certain expectations. But this is another thing a lot of people don't really necessarily think about to get into a more positive light. Marriage can bring people into the family that otherwise wouldn't have been that were are unbelievably valuable. Right. Like how many uh, great tradesmen that only had daughters were able to marry their apprentice to their daughter to keep the business going, to keep the craft going, the tradition, right, the economic engine of the family going? How many men were able to rise to a station because there was a woman that loved him and was willing to back his his dreams that could make it better for not just his family, but her family, their community.
2: Yeah. And then there, there's other components to, to work out from another one of our notes. Kings. So one clan is going to have, I guess you could call him a king, but he's hes a chieftain. And let's say two towns. I'll use two of them that I can think of off the top of my head. So Newberry and Curtis, they're really close together, about 30 miles apart. Let us pretend that everything is very heathen and Newberry is one clan. They are viciously loyal to each other. They're not all blood related, but they are viciously loyal to each other. They might go out in the streets and beat the living guts out of each other, but nobody else better get involved because this is the Newberry clan. And the Curtis clan is the same way. And then the Curtis clan and the Newberry clan begin to work together. You still probably don't need... A king, but because if somebody else comes in, everybody is still a small enough group. Everybody could work together to to offset that outside force. Uh, Like, let's say, Canada, Canada invades. These two towns could work together without a singular leader. But if you get all these various clans throughout the UP of Michigan are all working together and it's it's thousands of clans because it's thousands of towns. Well, now you kind of need a singular leader for the military. At these point, at this point, the leader, the various clan leaders, are going to put forth nominees for the leader. I I don't get to vote because I'm not the clan leader. Um, and then um, Jerry is the clan leader. He puts in the vote for us the, for this this general effectively
1: at the moot at the meet at the yeah thing. at the
2: moot at the thing and everybody gets together and they discuss it and. Maybe we make them have a contest to see who it is. Like, have them play strategy games against each other, and the winner of all the strategy games. Well, there, there's a million million ways that it can be done. But ultimately, what I want to come back to is, it used to be, we would the the people would put the king in position at their own whim and also remove him.
1: Yes, and sometimes the king didn't even want the position. Yeah. In fact, he would leave for several years, and then they'd come find him. He's like, "You have a good vacation. If, we need you If he's you good enough,
2: yeah, he so, might think that he's done, and turns out he's not because shit just went sideways. But we used to place and remove kings at our own whim. It wasn't the divine rule of the gods. It
1: wasn't the priest king who talks to the gods in the mountains with or the sheep's. I
2: head. rule by law. The law says I'm ruler. We used to not give a fuck. The law, the law is a shackle. The law currently. is an
1: illusion. Traditionally, our people functioned under the lore. Yeah, you don't need a law to tell. So
2: long as the lore
1: and the law work you, together. You want to know what the law does? The law, like you saw in England, man rapes a woman. He's he's a Nadas. He's from the desert. One of those things. Yeah,
2: he didn't I, know any better. We're gonna let him go.
1: Yes, he didn't know rape was against the law. Okay, that's even worse.
2: Yeah. So, this is what the law gets you, and um, the law uh, has technicalities. I know I shared it somewhere, um, so I might end up sharing it again. It's the the Irish in the Irish uh, uh, Parliament. The woman was talking about how the the laws are to restrict people. That's all that they can do. What it
1: was was. All legislation is about restricting freedom. We've yes. even gone over it. The very beginning of legislation, usually one of the founding documents is merely saying what already exists and then from there it's restricted that's yeah. that's why they continuously in the United States go after the amendments yeah the, specifically the first 10 because almost everybody considers the Bill of Rights part of the original Constitution
2: right That's the part that people don't tend to argue with. There's other ones after that, or um, I forget what they're called. but
1: They were rejected, Bill up, rejected amendments. Like one of them was an amendment to acknowledge Jesus and God as like the whole reason for
2: America, basically. To make it
1: officially basically a Christian
2: theocracy. You want to know what's scary? We just spent 40 minutes doing the wind-up for what we're going to talk about. We can go a (laughs) bit longer if we need to. Well, I don't want to do another three-hour episode, but this is basically... Like most of our podcasts, that's why from our perception, we barely scratched the surface. But some of the the people that's that's left comments for us, they go back and they listen to the same episode again and again and again. And they're like, holy crap, every time I'm getting something more out of it. I thought I understood what you was talking about. And then I grew a little bit. I come to actually understand what you was talking about. And I listened again. And oh, wait, there was more. And. Yeah, that's basically our show. It's on so many different levels. But it's all easy to understand. But I I think probably what it is, some of the concepts are so foreign to the way that people are trained to think. And that's the thing. People are trained to think in these ways. Well, and the thing is, is a lot
1: of people... It's so familiar to them, they don't even realize that they're under control. Like the idea of, well, the woman should stay home and the man should go to work. Even that didn't used to be a thing. Yep. Both parents worked from home. The father might even take his kid, like, I got to go out into the fields. You want to come, kids? We need right. an ha- extra hand. Or showing the sons how to make hats. Showing the sons how to blacksmith. Mm-hmm. Showing the daughters how to blacksmith.
2: Uh, or, or if they ran a store, taking them to the store and... Having them help around the store because it teaches them how to interact with the, uh, with the they're the learning customers. the trade. They're and learning, yeah, the they're craft. learning the trade. It'd be the same thing as a truck driver taking his his kid with him over the road, and he he's gonna walk around with the kid and show him how he checks the tires. He's gonna explain to him the rules of the 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 road, how to bind down uh, loads, how to make sure everything's secure, all that.
1: Well, and actually, there was this one book. I read it. it was called the Discovery of France, and it actually has a whole chapter going over how local how people from the same locale uh were immensely loyal to each other, mm-hmm. like if I think it was called a pay but basically what it was was these people would go out on the road to learn their trade and there were whole routes and stuff they had to take, and they would often wind up meeting other people from their same towns, and those people would work together even if they were in another area and those people would sometimes actually end up having to fight another group from a different payee that were bad-mouthing their payee. So what would they do? Well, they'd actually take the tools of their trade, whether it was like a mason's hammer or a pickaxe or something, and they'd start having little, little right, wars. Right, that same
2: thing that I faced off against uh, uh, the HR department um, yeah. at, at my place of to work. To keep
1: your, your symbol Yeah, the Freeman's knife, the Freeman's knife, the Freeman's hammer, the Freeman's inkwell sling.
2: See, I was I thought I was very um, flexible. I'm like, I can carry around a large hammer if you would prefer or a big wrench. But I have to carry something that is primarily a tool that can double as a weapon. Well, why in the world did we get to the point in a society where we're terrified when
1: someone else has a weapon? or a tool. A tool well because we won't think anything if uh, someone has a hammer, but we'll freak out if it's in the wrong scenario. Right, I even
2: brought that up. I could ha- I could have a 12 inch screwdriver hanging off of my side. Nobody's no. going to think anything about it. And it's actually more dangerous. Yeah. But 12 inches of stabbiness. Well, and
1: this desire for people to be unarmed, to be toothless, clawless is to be to be weak, to be timid is Socially accepted now, and why it's nonsensical. Or mm-hmm. schooling, everyone acts like school is a completely normal thing. There's people trying to get rid of reading, writing, and math now. What's the point of school at that point? It's just a brainwashing session.
2: Yeah, they're just admitting exactly what it well, is. Well, it
1: was even given 12 years because that's how long it was supposed to be. So, yeah, it takes it,
2: 12 years to thoroughly indoctrinate to, somebody.
1: Yeah, to brainwash people. Hmm, I wonder if that's uh, that that's pertinent to the U.S. education system, which is actually 13 if you throw in kindergarten. Right. Uh, 17 if you go for a whole bachelor's degree. Slightly shorter or longer depending on your level of education.
2: Mm-hmm. So that you can be re-educated. So the more educated you get, the more educated you are.
1: Well, it's, there's a reason that some of the smartest people I've met are co- are high school dropouts. Right, well,
2: and one of the things, like in Ireland, they're... they're the powers that be are realizing, oh, shit, clans still exist. And one of the, the dangers to the powers that be of clans is self, self-sufficiency. self They can take care of themselves. They don't need the government. They don't even... As soon as the government starts poking their nose in, it's like, what the hell are you doing here?
1: Well, like an example that happened in Ireland is the the men of Ireland and the people of ireland were finding out that the teachers were uh teaching untoward things to their
2: kids oh yeah
1: so a lot of big irishmen went to school and started
2: sitting in the classes with the kids
1: and were just leaning forward just waiting for the teacher to slip up just waiting for them to dare to try to brainwash their youngins their man cubs their children and here's the thing is in
2: america or a lot of our societies. Oh, and you know what the school's first response was? To try and have them removed. It didn't work. No. So far as I know, it didn't work, and they're still doing it.
1: it, it they might have found a way around it. I don't know. But this is the thing: is how many fathers, grandfathers, uncles? Well, let's just go with what is probably the most realistic: the fathers. Mm-hmm. How likely is it that they'll be able to do that? Now, imagine you had a clan, and it's like we've got to go protect our youngins, so we're not going to work you can fire me at your own peril and just or, go
2: there or uh, my brother robert has kids in school but he works while the kids are at school i work second shift i can go to school with the kids so and, he does if it's just a nuclear family the kids are left to the to the wolves they're 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 left to the predators of the world undefended if you have a clan this is not the case and then even with various laws okay well now you can just homeschool and the clan get together and homeschool the elders which teach is the honestly I, re- I recommend anyways
1: well and a lot of people are figuring out the smart way to do it which is well all of us homeschooling might be a little much but one of us is or two or three of us are really good at this what Mm -hmm. if they took on the brunt of it and then here's the beautiful thing about homeschooling there's not a rigid schedule right so you can homeschool from four to seven
2: or one in the morning to five in the morning whatever is required
1: well it's actually something a lot of people at homeschooling are bringing up is um one there's no set schedule two I can teach all of my kids everything they need in a few hours and then the rest of the time we're doing stuff around the house and they're a year or two ahead what the heck are they teaching them at school right
2: well and here's an example of how brainwashed somebody is uh, was that I was talking to and uh, they was arguing against homeschooling I'm like because kids got to go to school I'm like well no they don't and homeschooling they're like well some people don't have time so I'm like well if their only free time is between one in the morning and four in the morning. The kids, because they're children, will learn between one in the morning and four in the morning. I use that example because it's kind of an extreme, right? And she's like, well, no, kids are supposed to be in bed then. And I'm like, why? Because they can sleep in in the morning then. All you're doing is just twisting the clock a little bit. So they sleep a little later in the day. And she's like, well, because they got to get up and go to school. That was a just a straight up Pavlovian response. The kids got to sleep at night because they got to go to school in the day, even if they're being homeschooled. What? Well, it's another thing people don't really think is odd is why are we getting
1: up when it's still dark and getting home when it's still dark? Yeah, this is completely unnatural. I
2: mean, really, most of these situations shouldn't even exist.
1: Well, that's the other thing. But and then
2: if if all of our people start following our Actual traditional ways, not these weird spiritual paths and, and enlightenment and uh, all, all this other crap, the, the social and political, so on and so forth, that's been forced down our throats. If we actually went back to our natural ways, to the Hyperborean ways, of which the gods are merely examples, they're tertiary, it's not that they're not important, but they're tertiary, then they lose all control all control
1: well it's like right how now, do they
2: enforce anything
1: they can't and here's the thing is you can actually see some of the vestiges and actually start to notice obvious methods of control that are just accepted in society right mm-hmm. now i'm not even getting to get into things like taxes or how corrupt certain industries are let's go just to simple necessities in modern society food and gas hmm. These are two things that pretty much everybody has to have, even if they're not paying you need the,
2: the gas to get the food and you need the food so you can get the gas.
1: Yes. And you probably need the gasoline to go to work and you need the food so you don't starve and die at work. Yes. So what you end up doing is these are the two necessities. These are the two things that you can't live without, even though if you didn't have to go anywhere that you couldn't walk to. Which a lot of places, at least in the U.S., you can't get a job if you can walk there. They will literally just... They're they're terrified. Yeah.
2: I've asked, why don't you hire the guy? He lives like two blocks away or their house is right behind the store. And they're like, well, what if they get mad and they come in here and they start some trouble? Well, if that's the case, then they would do that even if they live 50 miles away. Why
1: is everyone so consumed with fear that their first thought of something like that is, well how long is it going to take before this person shoots up the place? Right. And how, and how badly run
2: is this place that that is the first thing that you think of? Yeah. Or is, am I going to find like a finger in the vending machine? Like, what is this? What What is going on with society where these are the first fears? Well, and the thing is, is what you're talking about too, that's they're setting a trap for that. It's called the 15 minute city yes. because they know that we hate the way things are. And they're, they're like, ah, oh, we have something better for you then we have the 15 minute city and when you look at what they're doing they're pitching it so it sounds like a good natural idea we know the reality is it will be a 15 minute prison they covered these in uh judge judge dread or dread the movie dread is where they actually got into depth on that building that movie dread That is the 15 minute city of the future.
1: Well, and what it is, is they're pitching what we think is natural, but they're going to sell us a cage. Right. Here's your water bottle. Here's your feeding trough. Here's where you can take a shit before we take the. Well, and they
2: they know all the the verbal tricks and they use them like our democracy. uh, I'll use Ireland because I've been following what's been going on there. We're going to move fifty immigrants into into this town. And the people are like, no, don't do that because we know that we know what you're going to do. Okay, we're not going to move fifty immigrants in there. Okay. What they meant was uh, they might start off less than fifty by a, a handful, or they might just mean seventy five. And then they're like, Oh, it's not gonna be all men so they from, throw in from one Africa, female. so they throw in like two families
1: or a chinese person
2: or a chinese person they're not all going to be from africa no we got one chinese person there all they got to
1: do is tweak it a little and they're
2: technically telling the truth then we told the truth we don't know what they're talking about we're lying we said 100 percent the truth they know what our response is going to be they know us well
1: yes well they had to conquer us the first time yeah and this is the other thing is the idea that you can have a ruling class for any extended period of time is nonsensical because what ends up happening is the ruling class becomes its own tribe that views everything below them as a separate tribe of vermin, pests, or slaves. Yeah. So something to be controlled and or punished. When well, it another doesn't work properly. Another thing that a lot of people don't realize is houses. Well not even getting into how like houses are cuss are just the same everywhere in this country, even though that makes no sense Mm -hmm. like why
2: construction method not necessarily shape yeah
1: there'll be slight differences but not enough so it's
2: it's the same nonsense everywhere Uh, why are we building the houses the same in the north where you get feet of snow and it gets sub-zero and extremely hot hits triple digits in 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 fahrenheit the same as the houses in texas now it'd be over-engineered in texas In the in the north, it'd be just right if you if you built it with the north in mind. But they're not doing that. No, because why are we going to over engineer all these houses in the south? So what we'll do instead, the houses in the south are cheaper to make. So we'll make the ones in the north just like the ones in the south,
1: which doesn't make any sense. And the thing is, we used to do this like there were plenty of mound houses and sod houses and properly constructed wood houses in the north. And in the south, you had things like the Possum Trot, which was a house that specifically had a wind
2: tunnel. Oh yeah, through the middle. Or there uh, were you actual. Th- you can still see some of the old ones right along the Mississippi.
1: Yeah, because it's mu- Well, it's basically a more rustic way of doing what much of what the Greeks and to Romans did. To use the did. the
2: hippie term. Yes, or rustic, sorry,
1: hipster, quaint. Um, way of doing what the Romans and Greeks did with their columns, mm-hmm. because it's freaking hot there. So wind, yep. wind's good, but. What I was going to get into is actually the layout, because if you've ever gone like uh, free
2: camping, different spots. Oh, the layout of the towns. Yeah, it'll actually
1: turn into a pseudo village. People We're not
2: talking about ones where uh, you have camping area one, camping area two. We're talking about free camping.
1: No, like there's a forest. There's a somewhat of a path that people have kind of made by walking there over and over again. People will naturally pick spots, which would probably be good for a house to be there. They won't be the same size. Some will be bigger. Some will be smaller. They'll be just far enough that you can hear them if they shout, but you have enough privacy. And then this is the other thing that's that most houses nowadays lack. They're defensible.
2: Yeah. You, we will instinctively, we might set it up wrong the first time, but we'll move the camp around, tweak it and actually end up setting up in a defensible, uh defensible way. And, uh, One year when we went camping, survival camping, um, and there was some other free campers out there, and we started talking about stuff like this. And then people started looking around, they're like, holy crap, it is like a village. Like I could hear them conversing about it, and oh yeah, you could set up a garden right down through here. Nobody would be able to see anybody's houses, and this is actually closer than my neighborhood.
1: Yeah, and this is what a natural... It's the same reason they're tearing out most of the trees. Like, everyone who lives in a city, I'm sure you've noticed, they're taking out the trees. And a lot of the cases, it doesn't even make sense.
2: Yeah. Well, same as paving over the dirt when it's not even a parking lot. They're just paving over the dirt. The roads Why? to nowhere. Yeah.
1: Because those exist where they've just paved a road and there's no houses and then it's just a dead end. Yeah. For, like, miles for after. For reasons. So, they're... Because... Our people can hide in the woods like they actually did this in the UP where they sent up a special forces team mm-hmm. to I think it was like a this war. This was decades ago. Yeah. War game situation. I was,
2: I was a young man back then. Just a young it was back when we used onions for belt buckles. My balls had only
1: fallen halfway.
2: But uh, um, but th- yeah, this was was decades ago and there was a war game yeah. between the civilians and. And the uh, military, and typically it was just us and the um, and the uh, National Guard. But this time, the full active duty came in there. They was working with the with the uh, with the National Guard, and there were some special forces there. And what it was is uh, training exercise, so that the military units could learn to work together. And during the, this this drill, versus the civilians, which was just a bunch of loggers and farmers and construction workers. Three of the special forces units died. We tried, the the men, because I was just a child, the men tried warning the military. Some of the local National Guard that was from there tried warning them about the dangers of the train. They wouldn't listen because they already knew. And guess what? The land ate them. Three separate. They never found them. Never found the bodies. Well, and this is the funniest
1: thing about that whole situation is... The first thing the men did because they were going to go hide in the swamp mm-hmm. was stripped down to their skivvies.
2: Yep, stripped out, stripped down their skivvies, and, and well, yes, that makes them faster. And no, no, it's because there's fucking quicksand out there. If you look it up, there's no quicksand in Michigan. That's a lie. There is, and then there's also sucking muck, and it's it's dangerous and swal- it will swallow you fucking whole. So they stripped off the clothes. It was summertime anyways. They stripped off the clothes. One, the bugs actually don't bother you as much, especially once you start getting sweaty and you're moving around and you're covered in mud and grime. But because if you get stuck in that, your clothes aren't a 200-pound anchor pulling you down. Yes. Well, And
1: in the UP, at least, there's entire areas that look like they're solid ground Mm -hmm. until you walk on it and fall right through the grass into Into water. Who knows how deep water Yeah, because it's pitch black in there and probably full of corpses. Yeah, there's
2: areas up there where if you bounce on the ground, you can watch the trees uh, like uh, Not I think just there's some from I know it does it in in the Louisiana swamp, too. But, yeah, these areas there, they exist. The land will eat you whole. Well, now. For being ungovernable, have a clan there and they try to exhort uh, exert their their petty fucking rules on you and you're like no what are they gonna do because they're not picking on a on a single family a mother a father and their children where they can just hold the children hostage or threaten to take the children away and then who do you fall back on but they threaten your family they're not just threatening your family they're threatening a thousand families
1: oh yeah well because in the north in the up Uh, there was a situation where I think it was a woman killed herself, or was it the father?
2: Um, I think it was the woman, and then a day and a half later, the cops finally showed up. And kicked in the door, killed the father and the daughter.
1: Yes, and then those cops disappeared because uh, it wasn't that the people got them. They just
2: disappeared. Let's leave it at that.
1: Yes, but the people were um, looking for them, let's say. It was angry. Yes, same thing happened. Uh, The entire UP got up in arms because a local folk hero had been killed.
2: Yeah and the entire UP. Well, they cordoned off the, the UP because they was worried that people would start looking for them outside. They couldn't stop the people. They tried. They wanted to, and people was like, if you arrest anybody for doing this, we will just go break him out of jail, and there's nothing that you can do about it.
1: Well, and this is what has happened as well, is the well, UP has been under example,
2: attack. An example, and it's not us. An example is these... You see it in London, you see it in New York, you see it in Miami, you see it in all these big cities where, fuck it, I'm going to just come around and say it, these Muslims, they're having their protests, they're having their prayers in the middle of the streets. It's a show of force. What do the police do about it? Nothing. When you ask why, well, there's 10,000 of them. What are we supposed to do? That is the clan. And that is why they're currently winning. Right, and the clan, that word itself has also been demonized. Ku Klux Klan. Oh, you don't want to be part of a clan. You're not part of the clan, are you? What fucking clan are you talking about?
1: Well, and this is also very telling because after that happened, where the three special forces
2: units got basically mm-hmm. eaten by the oh MP. yeah all of a sudden things changed rapidly up oh there. they before started started getting cut down burnt down. all of a sudden wildfires where there was no wildfire cutting was
1: introduced whereas before they had selective traditional cutting methods uh all of a sudden evangelical churches were being pumped in left and right yes funded because nobody was going to them where were they getting all this money they were shoving entire black families up there that were terrified shitless
2: of the. oh yeah they area. was rounding up up well you see we're gonna we're gonna home the uh the homeless black people population from here or there, and now we're going to put them up there. And they was fucking terrified, because, and and it was cold.
1: It's cold enough that trees explode
2: but up there. They, they started forcing more integration. They started destroying the environment. They started paving over roads that had no business being paved and jacking up the taxes because the roads got to be paved. They, they attacked the UP and... It's nearly destroyed. They've more or less won. It's a rich person's playground. And unfortunately, I know that there are some poor people up there and and some just general working class and they're struggling. They're struggling. They're draining out the the um, they're doing uh, what they did in manufacturing are they're draining the jobs.
1: Yes. Well, and they'll
2: send in jobs to drum up false hope and then leave. Yeah, just like they do in in, um, in, and coal country in the south in Appalachians oh, well, we'll put this plant in here and they'll give 2,000 people jobs. And they're like, oh, that's fantastic. We got 1,500 people here that need jobs. So then there'll be, like, extra room for 500 more. And they hire three people from the local town.
1: Yep. And this is this is the difference between a typical Appalachian town and then the Appalachian mountain folk. Because the Appalachian mountain folk, the true ones, the real ones. The ones are, up above the clouds. Are ungovernable. Yeah. The
2: IRS doesn't have their information information. They have, they don't even know how many of them's up there.
1: No, none
2: of them have, have hourly jobs. It's not that they don't work because they do trade with the people down the hill, but he's going to earn money splitting somebody's firewood. He'll bring them some firewood. He might bring them some coal, whatever. It's, it's all cash. It's all cash under the table.
1: Yeah. Well, it's a lot like, um, the little Mexicana that we used to work with and her, illegal when it's when she's talking to other mezzos five feet from me but legal when she's talking to me yeah. dad who gets paid exclusively under the table and has never done taxes yeah or um basically what it is is they're a very tight-knit clan in fact you met some of them I, I and did. what w- what was their last name our clan yeah this is insert person of our clan there
2: there they was the family's so old that they didn't actually have a name like that it was just uh what do you mean last name oh you mean what the the english down the hill is what they called them down the hill have you no know, we're we're just we're just a clan we're this clan we're here this is home this clan home i don't know what you mean
1: you could probably end up calling them by the mountain range section that they're from you need to but basically they're ungovernable they aren't controlled. They don't have an IRS passport. And they are very
2: selective of who they let in. And these are the things that's dangerous. And this is what we need to start practicing. And it's it's a long walk. It's a long walk. And the, it begins just by first trying to understand who we are. S- second, setting aside the nonsense that is just shoveled at us nonstop. We're, most of us are trying to learn about the, the, the old gods or tribal gods and we have so much bullshit shoveled at us. Just stop for a minute.
1: Yeah, it's not all eyeliner and cattle skulls. You can think about it. Think uh, we did. A, we started this whole season with the human element. Think about it. Would
2: when your whole people is a religion? Do you actually need a religion?
1: Well, and not only that, the, the churches, temples, none of that crap. Because your clan, your family, the your hall people. is the temple. The, the hall the, is the, the temple. hall.
2: Meaning like. Um, what's another name for him? Uh, community center,
1: the the uh, the pub, the gra- uh, the graveyard, Grove, right. the mounds, Tom's barn, Tom's bar, the shrine where the dog that fought off seventeen bears died. So we placed right. so a little we, we, rock there. We go
2: to his his grave. We we set a big stone there or a big log there.
1: Well, there's actually a dog cult. It, it, yeah. it, it's one of the most wonderful apocryphal saints, Saint Guinefort which is the cover of a dog god that was the protector of infants in France.
2: And these things, they're beautiful. They're wonderful. But we need to start understanding who we are, understanding the gods are, as such, are actually tertiary. They're an extension of ourselves. It, it is good to know about them. But we have to understand ourselves first to understand them. Well, And, remember- and, and we're, we're doing our best on our website to, to explain who they are.
1: Well, because the what is very easy. It's marketable. Yeah, it's uh, it's profitable.
2: Well, and as soon as you say God of you're wrong.
1: Yeah, the God because he's more than that. They are all the God
2: of he is more than the God of fire.
1: Well, let's take the Grim Reaper just for example. Well, he's the God of death. Well, he's a psychopomp, but is he also the God of philosophy? Because most of the time when he shows up, he's very, very wise. Is he a God of wisdom? How about kindness, kind- mercy, stories? Yes. Where where does it end? Where's the grim reaper? The grim reaper. It, it it's it's both simpler and more complicated. It's like is your grandma the grandma of cookies? Right. Is she the is she the grandma? <laughs> would of you knitting? limit
2: her to just being the grandma? Or is she of grandma? Cookies? Right. Uh,
1: why would our gods be less complicated than our family members? The gods are really
2: freaking old people, and, and they are and, our ancestors. We birth some of them, They birth, and some of them birth us. It's an intertwined It goes family. back and forth.
1: Well, and the thing is, is we need to figure out and remember who we are, because our enemies sure as shit know who oh, we are. Oh, they know who we are. Just, just and for they example. they are
2: lying to us nonstop. They are manipulating us. One example, um, we're getting clo- close to where marketing. I want to cut it off. But, yeah, the marketing. And they market our freaking gods to us, and they hide them. They hide them.
1: Yeah, the 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 baby with the wings, the Cupid on the package. Yeah, the you walk right bears. past it.
2: You've seen it a million times. Probably never once thought of it.
1: Colted Northern and the three sewing women,
2: fucking Keebler elves. Keebler, they, they aren't elves, but uh, the way that they're described, they'd be what nixies or something like that. Brownies. Brownies. Uh, sure, I'll roll with that. They're brownies. These are a heathen image. They understand it. They have psychologists involved in these marketing in this marketing whose specific job is to market stuff to the Hyperborean because we will make it popular and then everybody else wants it because we have it. Oh, yeah. They understand this process. They know who the fuck we are. Well, they will take advantage of our instinctive responses off uh, from these images, off uh, from these names. We we might even not consciously know who they are. We don't even think about it, but we see the, the blood bowl, just the outline, the red outline of, of the... the bull's head with the horns we just have an instinctive reaction to it and then we might not even want it and we just we buy it anyways why because it's an instinctive reaction they know who we are and if you ask them who who we are they're gonna lie to you oh yeah so that they can keep selling you stuff so that they can keep you under control
1: oh yeah women are you too thin have a yeast pill 50 years later women are you too fat have this pill uh, men, are you too hairy? Here, we'll wax your back. Oh, men, are you not hairy enough? Here, take these pills take, to get...
2: Yeah, take some Rogaine. Yeah. Are oh, you Oh, do you bal- have problems sitting still? Here, take this this Adderall, this Ritalin. Take this magic pill. Are you Oh, going... are you sluggish? Take this pill.
1: Are you ba- going bald? Here, take this once daily tablet. Rub this in your hair, etc., etc. I have seen it go so far as... I have seen men that have gotten brow ridge reductions because they have convinced us to be that freaking Um, I don't have the right word but basically
2: isn't the right word not
1: effeminate uh, insecure in in, in who we are um, we're insecure in our masculinity this this
2: youth veneration that we have where the perfect age is between 16 and 25 anything over that is a failure is a failure and it's all straight downhill from there your life is going to suck no No, that is part of the fucking lie. So
1: much of modern society is marketing. We have been sold this as if it's normal. And you want to know the most ridiculous thing is if you actually look at the technology we have, we have like two or three major inventions and the rest of it's the same stuff we've been rocking since the Bronze Age.
2: Yeah, it's just variations on the same thing. For most of what we have now, you could go back to the Bronze Age, show them how to put stuff together in a different order. And all of a sudden, you have very nearly where we are now.
1: Uh, combustion engine and radio waves, basically.
2: That's that's about it.
1: Yeah, there's probably one I'm missing. Uh, there's, but there's
2: a couple in there, I'm sure. Oh, the development of the uh, the silicon chip over the... Uh, the computer age, yeah. yeah.
1: So there's, there's that. And then here's the thing is they have been working this for a long time. Because what it is, and we brought this up, If the clans are functioning and they only place or remove kings as they need them, where does the permanent centralized structure come in? Well, it's supposed to be a tiebreaker. We can't necessarily trust everybody to have it out for everybody, so we need this overarching thing to protect the other groups all at once so we can focus on other things. But what it always turns into in every society is a cudgel. Whoever yes. gets power first becomes so in control of that, merely having their little petty squabbles between each other while they for show everything.
2: for show because those squabbles, they aren't real squabbles. It's all for show.
1: Yeah. They are using it to cudgel because what happens is it's like in America, where everyone has a right to a lawyer. Yes. The person with like 500 cases and, and is an overworked public defender versus the person with 22 lawyers. Who wins. do you th- yeah who do you think's going to win? This system becomes rigged because people can buy it. Because the centralized group just becomes a tribe. Now whether it's a tribe of merchants or tyrants depends on what they end right. up doing.
2: Well, and it's perfectly all right for every every species of man besides their own to have clans. The sewer Jews can have their own. Yes, I saw that. The sewer Jews can have their own. The Mezzos can have theirs the african descendants can have theirs the asians it's okay for them to have their clans but for us oh no 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 that's dangerous because they know what we are oh yeah we're predators and we are kind this is true and they exploit that but we are also extremely brutal and unforgiving and they know that too
1: this is why we are peaceful this is why our societies are peaceful is because we are so brutal it's like two bears, two bears really start considering whether or not it's worth trying to go square up against each other.
2: Yeah. All right. Um, so there was some other stuff I wanted to talk about, but uh, let's cut this one short and not torment people with three hours. So was there something else that you wanted to throw out there real quick?
1: I guess basically just remember that you are not just yourself. You are also your people. You are also your tribe, your clan, the land that you walk on. And that there are plenty of people out there, monsters even, who would gladly take it from you. Don't let them. Be strong together. And may the gods be with you.
2: All right. And, yeah, I'm going to keep mine short, short, sweet, sweet and simple. I'm just going to tell everybody, do everything that you can to become ungovernable. Stand together. We have to stand together. But watch out for the traders because they will come with the smile of friendship and sink a knife in your back all right uh so everybody keep watching out for uh for everybody in your life and let's start working together and see you guys uh up for the next show